0: hey kiddo how is the hill did you learn anything yeah that ripping pow induces spontaneous joy the icon pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 adult drop in for next winter now and save at yeah. iconpass.com
1: the
2: art of relationships radio show is protected and copyrighted no use. In full or partial is to be used without written consent from Greg Dozinski or The Art of Relationships.
1: Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dozinski's, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit for tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter of fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, <laughs> but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
2: Welcome everybody to Sunday Night, this is the Art of Relationships radio show, and of course I'm your host, Greg Duszynski, or aka Master G, going to talk, spice it up a little bit, and those that are interested or fascinated in kink, (laughs) or as the title of the show tonight, 50 Shades of Filth, or is it of your desire? Going in with the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit uh, old movie that James Spader was in, To the Secretary. Talks about you know domination, submissive, uh, bondage, of course, discipline. Maybe a little bit of S in there. And how many people think this is a little bit too risque? Like I said, it's filthy, whacked. Or how many people think it's okay? Everybody knows that thin line between love and hate, maybe pain and pleasure. Uh, again, welcome everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Feel free to call in. Keep me awake this evening, especially with this juicy topic. Uh, 586-840-8608. Again, that's 586 840 And you can join me on live chat. Shoot me out your questions. I'd love to hear your comments on this one. And the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, I mean, it was phenomenal. You know, book sales, uh, everybody, you know, electronic edition, you name it. And teaching human sexuality, it was nonstop talk about the books, about, you know, the characters. Christian J's control fetishes and Anna Anna you know, formal name Anastasia, the literature student of the trilogy, you know, and was she a victim? Was she manipulated? Was she controlled? Or did she actually love it? Did she love the chase? How many people, what was the consumption with the trilogy? What was the consumption with the books? The first one, the Fifty Shades of Grey, right? What were, what was the hook? And people might, it cracks me up, most women, a lot of women read these, right? Some guys, of course, read the books as well, on assistance of their wives, girlfriends, whoever. Or maybe their own fascination, whatever, trying to get their hook with women too. But what is the, you know, are there boundaries between, you know, the bondage and being submissive and S&M as the 50 grades of share, 50 grades of... Gray, sorry, Fifty Shades of Gray, there we go. And, you know, what was the hook that so many women were consumed about this? Was it because, you know, Christian was so, if you want to say, obsessed with controlling Anna and went out of his way to sort of consume her? Was that the hook, or was it actually getting spanked on the ass? (laughs) You know, spanked, the difference, you know, maybe a little bit of pain equals pleasure. So welcome tonight, again, this is our Art of Relationships Radio Show, this is your host, Greg Dacinski, also relationship and sex expert, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. Welcome, thank you for all your support. Now, you know, a lot of books, you know, how many women would feel safe enough playing Anna's role, being consumed. You know, all the women get wrapped up in the fantasy, the romance aspect. Christian J, you know, he's forever wealthy, powerful, attractive. You know, the hook is there. Women already might see that, right? Attractive, wealthy. Oh, baby, I want him, right? But what about his sort of sadistic side? Wanting to control, wanting to power, and maybe getting into know, making Anna feel pain and sort of bringing out that pain also sort of highlighted or enhanced her ability to feel pleasure. And what was it with him that his maybe attraction to inflict pain, where did that pleasure come from? You know, everybody assumes, you know, people in these S&M, bondage, dominatrix relationship, you know, they were abused. They were beat up as kids, you know, ridiculed, teased, very abusive relationships. And that's not, that's not the case at all. And you look at, you know, how many people out there give you something to think about that women that are submissive as Anna in the storyline mentions that they're typically weak, they're typically... Maybe, yes, dear, yes, dear, they're doormats, right? Weakness, submissive, they equal the same thing. Ah, not, not in the least. Believe it or not, a lot of women that are in submissive relationships, or maybe submissive sexual relationships, might be a better term, that are in the bondage, discipline, whatever, believe it or not, they're very... Very sexually confident. They tend to be the most sexually confident and comfortable with their own sexuality. Believe it or not. A lot of women might be afraid to be that submissive. To be able to enjoy the difference between pleasure and pain. Oh boy. Pleasure and pain. Sorry. Twist the tongue. Um, So... You look at these aspects, some people only look at this 50 shades of filth, or is it one that intensifies, enhances your desire, and what is it uh, desire? The little bit of maybe a little bit of pain, or the tenseness from nipple clamps, or getting spanked on the ass, that little sort of naughty girl, right, that little bad girl, you're bad, do you like that? And how many people are willing to let themselves go with that? I'm not saying it's for everybody. Again, you know, the S&M with the, you know, the 50, Fifty Shades trilogies, it's definitely not for everybody. But you wonder what the fantasies kick and what was the hook that women around the world couldn't put these books down. They could not put these books down. So what was the hook? Did they totally ignore? You know, maybe the sadism, the masochistic, submissive episodes or events. Did they sort of ignore those? Or were they enticed by them? Or was it the chase? Was it the chase, in the obsessive nature of being chased, that someone wanted you that Bad. That deeply. That was at the hook. That kept women around the globe. Following the Fifty Shades. And everybody knows. This is why. Probably a reason I'm touching on this. After a couple years after the book's been out. Everybody knows. I think the Fifty Shades of Grey. The actual movie. Is coming out. Believe it or not. February 13th. In some areas. On Valentine's Day. February 14th. of. 15, at least, you know, in the States, in the U.S. So, you know, the, they're letting little trailers out. They're trying to hook people and of course, to go and see this. So I want you to sit back, maybe relax. Ooh, maybe if you want to get tense a little bit, give me a call, 586-840-8608. Give me your thoughts. Give me your insights if you think it's totally trash. That women like this are not as strong as I'm saying they are regarding their own sexuality. Ooh, and I love a good debate. <laughs> so, give me a call. Join me on tra- on uh, Champ, and I'll be back uh, shortly. And we're gonna get more in depth in maybe the lifestyles of the submissive bondage discipline, and a little bit of the book, uh, the book, the trilogies, and also. Talk about the movie, old movie, *The Secretary* with James Spader. That sort of came out in a little bit of a way, a little teaser. The unemotional aspect. Uh, James Spader role played very, very similar to the Christian Grey uh, character. So maybe, you know, the author of the fifty, you know, James, the author of the Fifty Shades trilogy. Maybe took note, maybe borrowed a little bit from the secretary james spaders uh character, so I'm gonna hit up on this, get ready to get hot, get spiced up, and please give me a call again. I'd love to hear your insights and uh what your thoughts on this and I love to hear from people out there that maybe are currently in a submissive or bondage sexual. You know relationship or they practice this and what their thoughts and what their insights are again you know this is very generalized everybody's different there are absolutely uh you know individualistic traits with this but this is going to be generalized some things apply but majority apply to the general there's always exception i'll be right back in a couple minutes I appreciate you uh, listening in, and I'm going to be talking to you in a few minutes. Everybody take care. Hold tight. Check out PPRNlive.com. They have shows every Tuesday, Wednesday evening from 7 to 10 p.m. You want some hilarious hosts, hilarious guests, plus upcoming new stars of the band future? Check out PPRNlive.com. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has uh, hand-painted, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Art Relationship show with uh, Greg Doszynski, licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, specializes in relationships and sexual challenge. Uh, check out my Facebook play- page, of course, the Art Relationships. Also, check out my website at the same name, Guru. that's G-U-R-U. Uh, talking about... You know, the fifty shades trilogy trilogy, the movies coming out basically Valentine's Day, how special. And how many people out there are actually gonna see the movie? So let's be rated PG thirteen is and that could always change as we know it's still we still got quite a few months to go. But that with the the trilogy and the content, it's weird and surprising that it's P G Thirteen, I think they want to keep it that way because they want to hook young teenage uh, girls into it too. Um, but we'll see. Maybe they'll tap it back up to our. So talking about, you know, it all surrounded, you know, the chase, right? Christian would maybe sort of chase, manip- manipulate, or maybe you think it's manipulate Anna, you know, in the. Uh, Trilogy series, primarily the The Fifty Shades of Grey, the first book of the trilogy, and you know you look at the content, you know when right from the interview to you know going from the bar scene in the book and the, of course the red room of pain, and you look at you know what was the hook, what was the dynamics here, you know you look at the the character traits of Christian, he. Didn't like to be touched, right? He liked to touch and inflict maybe pain and pleasure. Uh, but he didn't like to be touched. Sort of ironic, huh? He was controlling. So maybe that this was his way of maintaining that control. And he didn't want to get in a vulnerable aspect. But he loved to control. But he also, in a weird way, he was a romanticist. And he also liked to please Anna. So... You know was it you know a lot of people said it's all about him, but also was it about both of them about the character Anna as well? You look at you know this type of relationship, there's so many terms that are used, you know s and m, b and D, and more descriptive talking about bondage, discipline, domination, right, submission, sadism masochism. And I am not going to spend a lot of time trying to define all those terms. You can look them up, but I think most people might know, you know, bondage, discipline, might uh domination uh might involve of course controlling absolutely uh tying up, you know, the handcuffs, uh, leather restraints, you name it. And, you know, you get more with the sadism and stuff, you get more ridiculing, belittling, criticizing, you know, the whips, chains type aspect can definitely play a role where you try to humiliate uh, your partner in a way, and they sort of get off on it, and it's, it's, like I said, the submissive role, they're not the typical, like everybody assumes, that they're so submissive, weak, and they like, uh, they like being the doormat. Not at all. A lot of these, typically they're women that are in the submissive roles. And there's a lot of guys in this area of lifestyle too. But the submissive women, primarily, like I said, they're typically more sexually confident and comfortable with their own sexuality uh, than the typical woman out there. So, you know, you look at the hook. Is is the book, The Fifty Shades, is it mostly about... Is it a love fantasy or is it a battle, a cat and mouse battle between domination, control, submissive, or is it all rolled into one? And how many people out there have maybe been in this lifestyle before? Okay. How many people out there have even thought about it, right? And there's always people out there, everyone jokes around it that, you know, how many women out there love their ass being spanked, right? I always say, yeah, you want one cheek or two, right? You want one hand or both hands to spank you. You, Some women, they sort of, it puts a little bit of excitement in there. That little bit of sting. I'm not, you know, not the full-blooded pain of sadism and masochism, but, you know, sometimes that pain enlightens it sort of brings your senses alive if you will and some people find that very pleasurable that they can maybe release a lot more endorphins your serotonin levels spike right so it could be a mix of all this and your endorphins right they kick up so they're saying a little bit of pain can also increase you know sexual pleasure and is there truth in that? Again, this is very individualized. And, you know, you look at, does great sex equal pain? A lot of people in uh, s and you know, B&D movement, and in this type of lifestyle, they believe that, right? That's what they feel, that great sex equals pain. Or... Maybe you can't have great sex without a little bit of pain. So, how many people are down with that, if you will? Or how many people think it's sort of whacked? And, not only with the Fifty Shades of Grey, the secretary. You know, you talk James Pater character. and God, I can't remember for the life of me who played uh, the secretary in a row. But, you know... People that haven't seen the movie, I don't want to spoil it from you. But um, it's the same development where he loved control. He wanted to control. Everything had to be neat. Every, he almost had an OCD to uh, germs, to uh, neatness. Everything had to be just right, just perfect. And it's almost like a perfect mix. And she loved to be spanked. She loved to be... mm. Punished, if you will, and sort of her punishment actually was like a physical pleasure as well. So, a lot of people out there are going to say that's wrong, that's nasty, that's crude, that's rule, but you have to remember a lot of these in this lifestyle they are submitting to it, they are consenting. Got it? There's a big difference between this. Everybody tries to draw parallel lines or, you know, I'll say parallel lines to being in an abusive relationship. This is totally different because in an abusive relationship, that is not consented. It's not consented that, oh, I consent that he beats my ass. You know, that's different and that's a lot more twisted, unhealthy, whatever. But in on B and d as in uh, 50 shades trilogies it's consented it's consensual about the submissive, about the role-playing going on it's consented between adults that's a huge difference than in abusive full-blown abusive relationships okay so going back you know to this in the book is it you know what is it what is an enticement and how many women out there like their, you know, like their nipples maybe pinched a little bit, like nipple clips or some women love uh, not so much plastic but the old I don't even know if you can buy them anymore, but the wooden uh, clothes pins on their nipples, you know, a little bit of pain, they sort of love that and that even intensified the sensual pleasure that they get a little bit of pain a little bit of pleasure and so many women like that you know now guys out there how many guys would want your wife or girlfriend to sort of be like anna to be submissive and would you be man enough if they desired and crave that would you be man enough to do it would you be man enough to play the christian gray role Would you be the man to be confident enough to carry those out? The pinch your wife's nipples, you know? Ow, ow. And it's not, ooh. It's actually painful but pleasurable. And what about the boundaries in place? Uh, You know, safe words. Those are huge. Everybody talks about, you know, whatever the safe word is, you know, cake, bumblebee, flower butterfly everybody's got their safe words so there's actually no you know no significant harm or pain um, that's done okay remember now getting into this role you talk about would you want your wife girlfriend or would you think that slutty dirty sorta of animalistic not only that how many guys out there They might have daughters growing up. I don't mean to be sick. And what about the wives out there? Mothers that have, say, teenage daughters that read the Fifty Shades of Grey out there. How many would you advocate that your daughters read it and maybe to enlighten them on their own sexuality? Oh my God, teens and sex. We can't talk about that. Why? It's out there. It's all around us people. And if you're not aware of it, your heads in the sand big time um not every teen is sexually active but you look at this would you promote this would you allow say if you had a 16 you know 17 you're gonna sneak anyways but how many would let their 15 16 year old daughter see the upcoming movie or Maybe if you saw him read the book, you ground them, take it away, that's bad, that's nasty. There's a lot of boundary issues in place here. And, you know, the what's your moral fiber versus, you know, is this a lot of people, religious zealots out there, that might think this is the devil's worship? Um, it's It's not. It's not at all. And if it's consensual between two adults, then what is wrong with it? And there could be a lot of people that just believe sex is not for physical pleasure, even in now nowadays, that it's all about, you know, conceptualization, making babies. Not at all. I, my firm belief, and it could be bias. I'm going to be honest, um, or judgment that, you know, the sensuality in sex should be enjoyed, no matter if you're in a. S and M, B and D, or not at all. That's not for you. And I'm saying, like I said, it's not for everybody. I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not into it. Um, but for everybody that is into it, it's not to discourage that. If you want to explore it, how can you explore it in that safe in a safe way and not crossing the lines where it gets too out of hand, if you will, where it gets dangerous and there's a big thing out there and it's sort of a sad part of this and the control and all this is the asphyxiation or the choking during sex and we all know you know if people know you know the karate not the karate kid I'm sorry uh, kung fu there we go David Carradine was one you know that was asphyxiating during self-pleasure and he died And so it can be a very dangerous thing. They think it's an arousal when you're almost getting choked out. And it highlights and increases the orgasms. It's very dangerous, right? Other aspects, you know, if you wanted to explore this, a lot of wives might want to explore this, especially reading the 50 shades. And they all have limits. You don't have to go into full-blown... SM, sadism, masochism, where you have to get into whips and chains. Not at all. You might want to try more bondage, being tied up, tying your partner up, um, maybe tickling it a little bit. That can be a form of torture too. That, you know, you get so ticklish, almost becomes painful, where you almost wet yourself, right? You can go up to those boundaries, if you will, but you set them. You set what is healthy for you. And you can also increase the boundaries or go and say, you know, and back them off. Like I said, the use of safe words, safe no's. And the old scenario is, right? No, no, stop, stop. Don't, 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 don't stop. Don't stop. You know, that fine line between yes and no. And you have to be very, very clear, or it can end up in a very, very dangerous situation, especially with the full-blown and out there. Okay. Hopefully, you're enjoying the show. Again, check out my uh, Facebook, The Art of Relationships, and check out my uh, website, please. The Art of Relationships. Guru. G U R U. I welcome everybody. I'm going to take a short breather. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying the show. 586-840-8608. Call me after the break. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you.
0: I see the light in your eyes. It blinds like the sun. A dark indentation in me. A closed wound has healed.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, Greg Dzinski on the Relationships Radio Show. Uh, 586-840-8608. This is the Irida Relationships Radio Show. Talking about uh, the Fifty Shades of Filth? Or does it kick up a little bit of desiring you ladies and gentlemen out there? Um, you know... Left off, you know, how many guys out there would like to expand, you know, their sexual prowess, if you will, or desires, and would you be okay if your wife's or girlfriend's wanted to kick it up a notch and explore a little bit of bondage or S&M, or think of the mother of your baby wanting to, maybe she wanted to be the dominatrix, ooh, would you be okay with that? Or if she wanted to be submissive, oh my god, it's a mother of my child. I can't do that. Hmm. Is she still a sexual being? Is she still a woman? Does she still have burning desires and want to explore further? Ooh. Have you asked? Are you too chicken shit to ask? Ladies, how many of you want to explore this, but you might be afraid you're going to be viewed as a slut. A nympho. Oh, wait. I always say, I want a nympho, but only a nympho with me. Oh, wait. That's my own shit. But, uh, talking about, you know, with that, what would make you more comfortable bringing up? You know what? I'd love you to uh, spank my ass. I'd love you to, you know, try tying me up. Right? Pinching my nipples and see. Um, A lot of women, believe it or not, through self-exploration, they might pinch their own nipples. And my famous, or not my famous term, you know, menage de moi" about masturbation and self-pleasuring. You know, a lot of women might practice squeezing, you know, squeezing their breasts, pinching their nipples more, and it brings more of a highlighted arousal to them. And some guys want their nipples tweaked. A little bit, too. So it's funny, that fine line between pain and pleasure, and I always, old adage growing up, we used to say, you know, almost like a hangnail, you know, you pull it, sort of feels good, sort of hurts, you know, a hangnail, but um, the same type of scenario. And what do you think are, you know, what are, where's the fine line or the boundaries where... The integration of pain and pleasure, is especially with you know the S and M, bondage and stuff. But bondage, not necessarily is pain, it's one avenue, or if you want to say a level up. Some people are okay into the bondage and but they're not going to go fall into you know any type of inflicting a little bit of slapping, spanking, uh, you know whatever people are into, as in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. You know I talked about. The the movie, The Secretary, you know, she would, you know, towards the end of the movie, she would purposely uh, messy the desk. um, Maybe not just dress appropriate. And when they moved in together, you know, she would purposely dirty, you know, not make the bed properly. So she would get spanked because she was horny and she loved that, the thrill that that pain brought you know she had a favorite brush uh where she like getting spanked with the hairbrush in the movie and so how many women are out there that are into that but you want to be into that or maybe you were into that in a previous relationship and you loved it or maybe aspects of it but you don't want you're wanna you're afraid to bring that up in a new relationship um, thinking, oh, he's going to think about my past relationship. You know, oh my God, he's going to think I'm a deviant, I'm all this. What would you be able to do to talk about to bring it up safely, right? You know what? I'd like to try this, but he might think I'm a tramp. Maybe he might be into it. And if he thinks you're a tramp, what could we do? Ah, I said we. I'm here to help. To say it isn't. It's part of your own sexuality. And it doesn't make you a tramp or a whore. It just means you like something different than the norm, right? And the big kicker is you're not hurting anybody else and you're not, I want to say, you might be inflicting pain, but you're not hurting yourself, right? So and there's so many moral judges out there, right? Throughout society, it could be parents, life, um, friends, whatever, they want to judge. Oh my God, you're into that, you're a deviant, you're all this. It's almost the same scenario with sexual orientation, right? Oh my God, if they're gay or lesbian, they're bad, it's a disease. We can't have our kids go near them, right? Because it might turn them gay. It's, it's a bunch of crap and it's a bunch of uneducated, very biased, judgmental, simple minded people out there that they try to inflict their safety zones and their or I should say their comfort levels on everybody else cuz they're so afraid to expand their own or to involve their own okay um you know and also with I talked about you know a while ago before the first break you know the difference between abuse and snm I said it's consensual, right? How many people in the you know that read the books, the trilogies, and looked at that? Was Christian Gray's character was he very manipulative and was he sort of a trickster, right? Or was he actually just being honest and blunt and up front how he liked it? What he wanted. Now, is that being manipulation? Do you have a right to say no? Like again, Anna's character—she wasn't a doorman. You know, she come across as naive, meek, in a way. You know, uh, in the literature, a literature artist, if you will, um, are gonna be. She was a student, but you look at the part of her was she intrigued by it? Did she have a desire, an inner depth? Of her that was sort of intrigued by Christian Grey, his mannerisms, and maybe she wanted to be controlled. Maybe she wanted to be sort of experiences lifestyle. Part of her was, oh no, oh no, no, I'm a good girl, I'm a girl girl. But yeah, I'd like to be bad. How many women out there would love that? You know, they sort of look at that aspect. They look at that aspect. You know, ooh. It's good to be bad. But what would it take to experience this? To sort of grow and evolve on this, okay? And how many people, you know, how many women out there, how many guys would love to hear these lines? You know, take on, you know, right from the book as well. You know, I'm going to spank you now and fuck you hard. How many women would love to hear that? Shit. Shit. How many guys would love to hear that? Well maybe not I want maybe not the spank aspect, but the the latter part of that. Hell yeah I'd love to hear that. That would be a huge turn on. Greg, I wanna fuck you hard. That is hot if a woman you know, a woman would <laughs> would say that. I think a lot of us guys would be okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We'd be all into it. You know, and you look at the psychological entrapment, if you will, or entrenched aspects in this that, you know, Christian's inability, I talked about this a bit, that he didn't like to be touched. And people that tend to be controlling, they tend to be wanting everything, I gonna say their way, but tend to be OCD. Oh my God, you look at, um oh, I can't even think on the good thing. Bang- Good bang theory, I apologize. I had a brain fart, I can't even think of his name now. Anyways, uh, you um, you know, he don't want to be touched. He's always controlling, OCD, wants everything his way. Um, a lot of people like that, they're afraid. A lot of them, they might grow up with a lack of intimacy, they might not... Have been hugged been nurtured that way in a physical sense growing up that's the old stereotype adage, right? Maybe some people are, and they just they're born this way where they just don't like the physical, not the physical pleasures of sex like Christian gray and inflicting that on somebody else, but he also liked the physical pleasure of sex, but he didn't didn't tend to like the emotional closeness he said I don't like to make love I like to fuck there's a is there a huge difference and if somebody is in that you know during SM, you know during the bondage aspect do you you know do you still have the emotional connection and emotional desires for each other you know is that okay is that um is that what you want? Do you want the emotional disconnect and it's just physical? Some people are okay with that. Like I said, I'm not here, I don't judge, I'm not biased regarding this aspect, but I'm looking at, you know, would you want a character like Christian in the first book that it's all basically all physical and controlling, and he would not be vulnerable. And a big thing, I think if he fell into it, like later on in the other two books, he might have been coming into being more touch, losing control a little bit, and it might have been freaking him out a little bit and becoming vulnerable. Can you be vulnerable and still maintain control? That's the big kicker in this lifestyle. Is this the big kicker in the lifestyle? That once you lose... Sort of, you become free. Ah, right? Fifty Shades of Freed, the last book in the series. Do you, is that emotional freedom? Not only sexual freedom, but it's an emotional freedom where you're submissive and you can be vulnerable. Remember I said at the beginning that submissive women in this lifestyle tend to be the most confident sexually. They know what they want, they know what they like, and they're okay with that. They're confident in that. That is awesome, man. Many props to women out there like that. And just even if they're that way without being in the lifestyle, I'm not saying um, women that earn in the S&M and bondage and, uh, aren't confident, but it tends to be more so people are in this lifestyle that are submissive. They tend to be the most confident. And a lot of people don't think, that so you know can you be vulnerable in this lifestyle play the submissive role and can you sort of flip it up and maybe if you're used to being a dom- dominator dominatrix female aspect can you play the submissive role or would that just for the creep you out or freak you out that you you're not safe enough Being the dominator could be easy, right? For a lot of people. You maintain, you withhold your feelings, your emotions. It's just you trying to control. But let's face it. Your OCD with trying to control. Is that actually an emotion? Hmm. I think it is an emotion, isn't it? Your sort of, your need. Your innate craving to control that you can't handle anything that isn't controlled in your own realm, that is an emotion. What would happen if you reverse that and you become the submissive one? Would you be so uncomfortable that you would pull out, oh, I'm not into this anymore? Hmm. Or would that be somewhat of a sad, sad occurrence? Some things to think about and ponder. Okay, so maybe if you want to expand into this realm, talk to your partner about this, right? And some thoughts to think about. Are you going to promote this movie to your teenage daughter? Are you going to say, "Uh, stay away from that, I'd rather you not go see that? Hmm, is it their sexuality or is it yours? Is it your own morals and values? And you say, although have time enough to explore that. Hmm. Again, boundaries are important, safe words are important. I'm going to uh, sign off. Everybody have a happy Sunday evening, and I will see you Wednesday hump night. And I think I'm going to hit on like I mentioned last week, getting with a couple weeks of school under belt, I'm going to uh, sort of flip it up a little bit and try to hit on more Teen issues, like I said about a month ago, I promised to come back and hit on that and get on the bullying aspect. And there are some sick—I'm going to be honest, some sick kids or animals, I call them—with uh, an autos- autistic kid that was on Facebook that uh, tricked him into the bucket, um, the ice bucket thing, and it was just horrific. And those teens—I know I'm a professional—but they need their asses beat. So, how politically correct is that? Absolutely not. But anyways, that's not that's me not being politically correct. Okay. Much love to everybody out there. Thanks again for all your support. Thanks for listening. And adios, people. I will catch you Wednesday night. Take care.
1: Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dzenski's, also known as Master G. The art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. You will also welcome live calls from listeners and helping with these very challenges. Part of the old repetitive and tiresome tit for tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.
0: Please walk Sparky for me. No way. (laughs) I'll throw in a caramel frappe. Ooh, make it a large deal.
1: Get a sweet deal. $2 $2 any size McCafe beverage on the McDonald's app. Between you and me, Sparky, I would have walked you for free. ba da ba Offer valid through
2: 4322 or participate in McDonald's. Valid one time per day. McDonald's app download and registration required.